Hello, dear listener. Listener, plural. Uh, well, you know, you could be listening to it with friends, I suppose. You're right. I shouldn't discriminate. Hmm. I often listen to podcasts by myself because I am very frustrated. I would be very frustrating to listen <laughs> to a podcast with because my retention is very bad. And so I listen to podcasts like I read. I, I'll miss something or I'll hear something. I'll get distracted and I'll have to go back. The amount of times I press the back 10 seconds button when I'm listening to a podcast should be outlawed. Uh, it's it's ridiculous. But So I'll take like an hour to listen to a half hour podcast because I've got to take it all in. I've got massive FOMO when it comes to listening. And if you, dear listener or listeners, had to do that with this episode... I'm not very. I'm not moving very fast as it is. Mm, mm. A lot of people would tend to press the skip forward ten second episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Know. It's good to have that feature when mm-hmm. you're listening to a podcast with me, Brendan, in it. <laughs> also, this podcast has you, Frank, in it. It does. Please don't skip me. No, no, no. Don't skip Frank. He's too high quality. Skip me all you like, dear listener. <laughs> Open bracket. S, close bracket. Hey, Marty, how you doing? Hi, good. Uh, yeah, and everybody just skip back 10 now and listen to Frank again. You listen to so Frank good. again and <laughs> skip so this good. bit and go back and listen to Marty. Yeah. And if you got time to listen to me. This is an interactive podcast, people. Choose your own podcast. This episode of the Hammerbot Project is called The Waiting Game. And while you're choosing your own podcast... <laughs> Why not choose a podcast where someone can talk properly? No, why not choose a podcast where three gentlemen who have been friends for a long time sit down together and talk about an episode of Bluey? Huh? Why not? Why? Answer me. Oh, hang on. No, that this is a one-way relationship. That's not how podcasts yeah. With our dear listener. Yeah. <laughs> they Please don't have a microphone. Send your emails in response to that question, <laughs> and we'll get them in a bit. <laughs> no, send them, put them in a return address envelope. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. send them to, what was the what was the address that was always on like Saturday Disney? It was like Crow's Nest Victoria. We always send P.O. Box, blah, blah, blah. But all this to say, my point is, hello and welcome to the Hammer Barn Project. Um, we are going to bark down an episode of Bluey like we always do. What episode should we bark down today? Huh? Uh, are you done? I'm done. This episode of Bluey is called Feather Wand. Oh, <laughs> where's this? This is season two. This is season two, episode three. Mm, early season two, mm. Mm. and probably one of the one of the more well known uh, episodes. There's a lot of memes out there about it. Uh, but before I spoil too Boom. much more, mm-hmm. Marty, can you please give us the bare bones of this episode? So I think this is really just a morality tale about. Um, what happens when you're underage and you're using magic outside of Hogwarts? Mm. <laughs> and that's pretty much all I've got for this one. Yeah. Uh, just, <laughs> uh, short and sweet. It's all yeah. I needed. This, well, this episode is just a good time. Well, didn't really. they have yeah, like no, a? Just, didn't they have a post of the episode or something? And it was theatrically. It was based on Harry Potter or something. Oh, uh, there are a few of those. Yeah. Posters like um, the buses episode is done up to look like Speed the movie, yeah, and yeah, those yeah, sorts yeah. of things. Yeah. Well, even the music in this one has that John Williams esque sort mm. of nature in the to Hall it. of the Mountain King, mm. I believe is the name ah. of the beast. There you go. Just, I think the instrumentation that they use in this is very <laughs> Harry Potter esque. But um, what's it really about? So uh, Bluey's going to be able to, she's going to go to a party. Um, Bingo doesn't get to go. Uh, somebody suggests that she can make her own fun, and so uh, she finds a 
feather wand, which is a feather which seems to have the remarkable ability to make things heavy. And so she becomes the foil in uh, Bluey and the rest of the family getting out the door to this party. Yeah. So lots of fun animation play and uh, set pieces with stuff being heavy. They don't waste any time getting straight into the feels of this episode and the um Moral and the, of the sort story. of like and the, mm. how anybody can relate to that because it's straight mm. off the bat like well, well right after <laughs> right after Bingo says cellophane, Ooh, cellophane. <laughs> everything's, everything's red, red. <laughs> which is brilliant. I mean, who didn't do that? Um, but also just like yay, and then um, you see Chili's face like straight away. She's like, oh, I have to explain that yeah. you know there's there's only seven people going to this party, and you know you you don't get to, and it's oh your heart kind of breaks a little yeah. bit, but you're always you know. Of course, there's going to be situations like that. Mm. And so for a moment, I thought, oh, no, Bingo's going to be crushed. But the moment that feather falls from the bird and it's like everyone's like, oh, you can make your own fun, Bingo. And for a moment, you're like, oh, is this is she going to struggle to make her own fun? But she's right into it. Yep. <laughs> the the well, imagination of this kid. Importantly. Everyone else in the family is into it, right? <laughs> yeah, Otherwise, there's, there's one moment of uh, <laughs> the very yeah. first one, the very first feather one where Bandit's clearly, you know, he's still getting his <laughs> breakfast organised. Feather one, what? Feather heavy, and then he's like, oh, and then he's into it. And what I love is that there's none of that. You don't see that with like Chili or with Bluey. No. As far as I can tell, Bluey never actually even sees yeah. Bingo when she, you know, comes uses the bath as a conduit to sneak up on her sister. <laughs> yeah. Heavy bang, and she's straight into it. Like it's, we often talk about the commitment of Bandit to the bit. Yeah. This is commitment at a family level, yeah. and it's, it's yeah. And we also often talk about the um the blurring the line between the actual yep. magic yeah. and just playing 100%. and and understanding when it's a game. And so it's like it is magical the way it works in the show, yeah. but it's also not so magical that um it's not too magical because you can tell that bandit genuinely didn't hear mm. what uh, and so that's the only reason why he faltered yep. but <laughs> then you you kind of you get to suspend your disbelief and you kind of uh picture that uh, for chili and bluey it, they kind of caught on by i don't know osmosis yeah. or they heard they overheard yep. Yep. there's only one minute and you can't blame bandit because he just genuinely didn't hear but the moment he realizes what's going on he's in it and then <laughs> that 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 vibe spreads throughout the house <laughs> for me this is one of the ones that blurs that fantasy reality line the most yeah because okay. even things like bandit continues the play when there's no one to experience it. <laughs> yep. so, <laughs> oh and, oh <laughs> sorry sorry my favorite line is when he's doing that so yeah, yeah, no, they're just like, you know when he's got the ball and he's trying to lever up the, the spoon <laughs> and somehow that's not working what's wrong, bandit you used to be able to lift spoons <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong bandit you used to be able to lift spoons <laughs> <laughs> the, just give those writers all the Oscars that there are to give. That, that's just, oh, that's know, top marks. Even the fact that the ball sort of, you could see the ball squishing. Like, yeah. And the thing's bending. You're like, How yeah, okay. I'll have to rewatch. Even the, even the props and the yeah, show the props, are getting the in on the play. On yeah. Oh, so, man. I think that's, Wowee. For me, that makes it just like a step beyond some of the other ones who had like Magic Xylophone and some yeah. of the other ones yeah. that had this sort of of play to it, this fantasy aspect to it that you're not really sure if it's real magic or not what does bandit say just before you mentioned you making breakfast <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah Bingo, do you do you want cereal 
Yeah, you want cereal. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's And it's even like I love the line before that it's clear to them why everything's weird and just like, you know, what dad, what's going on? Nothing. Eat I don't know. Eat your floor <laughs> yeah. cereal. And and Bluey's just like, best morning ever. <laughs> yeah, because before that with the toothbrush, yep. I was watching this episode with Nora, my little niece, <laughs> the, uh, with whom I live, with her parents. Everybody knows this by now. Um, but uh, <laughs> with the toothbrush, like Bingo floor. sneaks in. And as a as an audience member, this is the first time. Is it? It's it's Bluey first before Chili getting in on the play, isn't it? It's yeah. Bandit, it then, Bandit, Bluey, then, then Bluey. Yeah. yeah. So you're not sure. You're still not sure whether Bluey's in on it. But Bingo sneaks in and like heavy on the toothbrush. <laughs> yeah. And then you, what? That's weird. Um, Mom, do I have to br- do I have to brush, brush my, my teeth? teeth? Yes. <laughs> oh well, and, like you can tell that she she wants to, <laughs> and she's she, a playful dog. Yeah. She wants to get on the ground and rub her face in things on the ground. <laughs> That's just something that she's decided she wants to do. But she also wants to outside. It's like Chili's aware of the game, but she also makes uh, makes the most of the fact that Chili's not aware that the toothbrush is on the ground. <laughs> and so she, she just goes, oh, mom, do I have to? Yep. Well, she okay. doesn't have to. Uh, and she gets to fulfill her childhood wish of going... <laughs> and I laughed out loud at that bit when Nora was in the room. And i got to be careful because... Um, we oh. were talking in, our, in the last episode when we were chatting about uh, Unicors about the idea of remembering things more and and does it get difficult when kids get old enough mm-hmm. to remember the things you said that you thought they might have forgotten? <laughs> and here I am laughing at someone <laughs> with Brushing a toothbrush on the floor, floor going, I'm like, next time I have to do a Brenny put down. That's going to uh, happen. Is that going to happen? Because do I, I have to brush validated my teeth, it Brenny? by laughing. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. And then I'll come into the... <laughs> <laughs> I think if anybody, Chili probably hams it up the most. Yeah. Um, she's kind of like, there's a little bit, maybe it's just the tone of voice or something like that, but there's a little bit of like, where's that invitation? Maybe there's Oh, some... it's here on the floor. I'm just going to have to write it down, <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe she's compensating for some lingering guilt that she didn't sell it to bingo and like she her heart's still a little <laughs> bit broken that bingo so maybe she's for bingo just kind of like really putting it in the more i don't know just well, a working theory so question without notice then Ooh. what's the address of the oh party? she says 26 <laughs> and then i'll forget the next 26 bit. nudgy road <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just like if you had to make a fictional street in queensland Nudgy is, is top five that of sounds, what you would call that street. That sounds <laughs> Queensland as anything, doesn't it? I think the bit that I love the most about that whole thing is when you then see her downstairs and not yeah. only it's been written down her arm and then down the rest of her body so you can <laughs> see that she's yeah. progressively yeah, yeah, yeah. dropped it down and she's been writing the whole thing because it cuts away while she's still writing to like yep. what Bingo's doing or something else. And then, yeah, when you go downstairs, you see, you see that she's had to progressively go down. I also like the idea that Things, when you hit them with the heavy wand, are heavy, but heavy in relation to their actual mass. So it's actually still possible to pick up- so Pick up the texter, yeah. The texter and the uh, invitation, but they're just really heavy. It's not like yeah, everything yeah, yeah, immediately yeah, yeah. gets stuck to the floor. Uh, sure. There's an internal mm. consistency there in the um, the hard magic system. It's <laughs> really pleasing to me. And so we've spoken about the commitment of the family- but of course, then there's the 
fifth oh. member of the family, if you will, <laughs> and his commitment to the play, he's just walking past, or as he says, walking down the footpath. <laughs> <laughs> just, that is one of your favourite things, Brendan, isn't it? <laughs> Singing about <laughs> stuff that you're doing. Yeah. Singing about stuff that you're doing. Oh, speaking of, before you forget to mention it, uh, he wasn't singing about stuff that he was doing, but he was just scatting, doing his own thing when Bandit first walks into the kitchen. He's oh, like, not even thinking about what he's doing, just singing about. He's making singing his own sort fun. of interpretively about what he's feeling. But oh man, Pat, Lucky's <laughs> dad. Oh, and then just, straight away, you need to stop bingo. Oh, okay. <laughs> and right the, the, yeah, right. Oh. And just the running with the arms flailing behind like ninja style where they run at each other. And then boom, heavy. <laughs> we, we we talk about blurring the line and how how does everybody understand the rules of this game so quickly. Um, Pat is consistently mm-hmm. one of the best characters just getting amongst that game immediately without any warning. And he's not even—he's not even part of the household. Yep, he's just a pro. It's not, it's not like they said, "Oh, you need to stop bingo." She's got a feather wand, and even yeah. that wouldn't have been—if you're a, a, an innocent bystander, that's not really enough information to know what's going on. <laughs> and he's still down for the count after the yeah, whole after thing's it, been yeah. resolved. <laughs> hey. He's still under. Hey, he's still under his heavy hat. Oh, we jumped over, not only is it like Harry Potter-esque, we jumped over the Lord of the Rings reference. Oh, yes. When Bandit's standing in the door and he's like, um, you shall not pass. (laughs) (laughs) You got to, it's worth a try. (laughs) And there was, of course, I'm going to call an Indiana Jones moment when the uh, the big green ball comes bouncing down the stairs, which leads to one of my other uh, favourite non-lines of dialogue, just the maniacal laugh (laughs) of Bingo. (laughs) And the the eyes just go that little bit crate wider and the pupils you know smaller oh so good i love them all converging in the kitchen i think it's when they figure out they you know they finally go oh no she's got a feather wand Mm. um and that's what's been causing all the issues and they have to like you know come up with a plan or even like do they converge a couple of times in the kitchen because they kind of leave bandit there at some point with a broom um, (laughs) oh i didn't think it would end like this (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah like gonna leave bugalugs here to describe bugalugs (laughs) (laughs) nice but yeah so it's it's almost like almost has that horror film sort of thing of like everybody comes together and then there's the you know yeah, the person it is a real classic and they're being sort of wes craven kind of posse <laughs> yeah, in danger kind of they're trying yeah, to escape yeah. and yeah. they're being chased by the yeah you know. <laughs> that's well done yeah <laughs> I love that. Um, <laughs> I, love, I mean, going back to Bluey, just rubbing her face in that um, toothbrush on the floor. I love that the toothpaste is just on her mouth for the rest <laughs> of the episode. The entire rest of the She's episode. She's like getting in yep. the car to go to the party and just <laughs> oh, covered in toothpaste. Like that bit where she starts eating her cereal and her face is still full of toothpaste. I cringe because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. that's going to yeah. taste gross. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Actually, ah. milk, milk is one of the only things that actually tastes like milk after brushing. Like, you don't want to drink some juice. You don't want to do that. No, 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 no. But, you know, you you brush your teeth, have a bit of milk. It's usually still still all right. There's something about milk. Yeah. Nah. Nah, nah. Milk's all right. (laughs) But the cereal itself, I don't know. You're just kind of ruining it. Yeah. By brushing teeth, before. and also, what do you do on brushing teeth before you? Yeah, exactly. Your breakfast. Yeah, like, that's weird. You're setting yourself up for the day if you've had your brekkie, then you do the brush. Hmm. You no, know, you be kind to your teeth, folks, <laughs> and your taste buds for crying out loud. <laughs> oh, on the toothbrush though. Yeah, as, I'm not sure if that's a doggy treat from you, Frank. Oh, no, so, try me. 
Oh, well, the, uh, what's, what's Bluey's toothbrush? What's, uh, oh, what's special? Oh, good question. Ooh, I did not see that one. You're going to have yeah. to school me on this. I'm fairly sure it's a chutney chimp toothbrush. Ah, uh, yep, yeah, yeah. Ah. So well, there's the chutney couple- chimp. Reference at the start, mm. wrapping paper. They're wrapping paper I'm brushing my it. teeth with a chutney tip toothbrush because the party they're going to is chutney tip theme. Was not yep. a line from the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're talking but about were. blurring the lines, <laughs> spending disbelief. Um, or you I could just be wrong. To believe that it was. You're just wrong. <laughs> that, that's I what was it just is. trying to be. Oh, I was trying to do my own thing. <laughs> yeah, how's that working out for you? <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'll let our dear listener be the judge. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have high hopes. I can hear them writing that email already. (laughs) (laughs) Putting that stamp on. (laughs) Going back to our good friend Pat, the other thing I want to point out is his his hat is very Australiana in the sort of wide brim hat that it is, but it has a very familiar looking... I'm not sure if that's... I don't want to say it's exactly, but it to me... It is the the Queensland Maroons, which of course is the rugby team yeah, for the okay. state. It's definitely got the Queensland colours. Like that maroon colour is mm. like on their their state one of their state colours, yeah, I believe. Right. But it's but maroon has got like sort of an uh, an orange V in the middle of it, I believe. Okay, um, mm. I can't imagine it's exactly right because copyright law is a thing. Three. But uh, you know, it's the sort of thing you go, yeah, I buy that. Like mm. P- Pat would. Pat would wear a, a sporting hat, basically. Yeah. Well, you know, when we see them in the backyard with the the washing line, it's maroon coloured sort of jerseys. Yes, so jerseys, yeah. I think that's it, yeah. Queensland through and through our Pat. Yeah. And then, of course, the end of the episode come, brings us to a head where, uh, you know, all right, bingo, you win. Okay, unheavy, unheavy. And uh, then there's a devious little plan formed. There's a bit of a, <laughs> when you get back, <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say? Nothing. <laughs> so devious, and, and Ben, it's just terrifying. It's like, what, what, what did, what did you say? What did you just whisper to your sister? <laughs> because what is bigger? I was like, you'll find out. <laughs> They're just both just so devious. Leads us to uh, another. You talk about catchphrases and stuff. <laughs> um, they they heavy the the toilet seat just as Bandit's oh, trying to go about his business. Oh. What a and great then of course way to he, end. He just runs the toilet boss. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, just go to the toilet boss. No, we get a bit of a. Now, this has got to be the first for season two, I'm assuming. It shows oh, up well, with in, a, episode three, yeah, you'd, you'd think so. A bit of a morning, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> morning, Wendy. Oh, I love it. You also get chilly just going, Bandit, what are you doing? <laughs> I think when we watched this back, my wife sort of just went, Poor Wendy. Like, you know, first... She's exposed to a lot. If it's not Bandit's butt rubbing up against the window, he's having a whiz out the front. Like, God. It's no wonder they, you know, later... And again, not trying to get into spoilers, but later on in season three, there is a very Wendy-centric episode. Yeah, Wendy. And Joe said that. Joe Mm. Brum. Joe Brum, everyone. So, not to name drop, but Joe Brum, creator of Bluey. You know the guy we spoke to? Yeah, Uh, he's been on the show. Friend of ours. No no big deal. We just spoke to Joe Brum, the creator of Bluey. Um, uh, He... He did mention though he get to have a bit more fun with uh, with Wendy, and you know who knows in the second half of uh, yes. the of season three that uh, maybe there's more Wendy. I hope so. Mm. I love the vibe. <laughs> there's one other little ditty in this episode I want to shout out. Mm. So we talked about Bandit's little self musical interlude. <laughs> yeah, we talked about Pat's very descriptive <laughs> musical interlude. There's one more. Hmm. What could Frank be talking about? 
It's by our good friend Bingo, star of the episode. Oh, yes, there's a house. There's a house with a wall, with a wall, with a wall. There's a house with a wall. And that's it. (laughs) And you go, do you know what? One, two, three, four four walls. Like, she's right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now, is that the only place that that little song is that a song is that you guys would know better than me as like being in dads. another episode oh mean? but just from something from it's awfully the- familiar so yeah. i feel it like, like it's, it's not just song. a yeah maybe mm. but it's nice but all these all these things like um uh you know uh joe brum the creative bluey um he, he said like a lot of that stuff is just from from for real life from yep. from not for real life but from real life yeah his kids just randomly making up a song he goes like that little use that. <laughs> that little um thanksgiving before the meal yes yeah and all those <laughs> all those things that you can imagine come from like uh play groups and things that that kids go to or the writing staffs kids and yeah. stuff like that mm. Any doggy treats, Frank? Because I think I've got mm. one little more thing. That um, I there is. Ooh, you already got one I in could... there with a toothbrush. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. You've already yeah, shown just, me up. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> Settle down. He's looking to replace you, Frank. I'd watch you <laughs> It's another, another one that I, I just noticed. It's, it's probably not really a doggy treat, but it's a really nice little detail. I'd never noticed before that the feet on the bath were paws. Oh, that's oh, nice. So it's like call. a, you know, it's a bath with feet and usually they're It's one of those ones that's up off the... Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I they're, wonder, they're quite. I wonder because quite traditionally, because traditionally, oh yeah, the dog paws as opposed to the lion the paws, claw, which yeah. those traditionally because yeah. we've got one of those at home. We do cast iron baths with the, with the yeah. <laughs> <Right. laughs> I like to have my bath as an inch above the ground, uh, <laughs> with, uh, and I like dust yeah. to collect all <laughs> yeah. around underneath there. the bath. It's very convenient. Yeah. Yes. Mm, mm. Uh, look, the only doggy treat I did find there was. Uh, obviously a couple of tennis balls that were found in oh, the yeah, yeah. hallway of the house. That's a pretty common occurrence that we see in the show. Couldn't find any long dogs in this mm. one. Um, possibly Bingo heavied it through the floor or something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Mm. Well, one on the fr- Is there one on the fridge at some point? We're there has been in, in other episodes. Yeah, I don't okay. know about, about this, this one. one. That's always a good one. You try and look for a, you know, a misshapen letter magnet to be a long dog. <laughs> I will say, just before we round up, this episode uh, kind of inspired my son to use the word heavy. Ah, uh, like when yeah. something, like if he's trying to open a container or something or he's trying to push a door open, he now turns to me and goes, bit heavy, <laughs> which is his code for I can't quite do the yeah, thing I'm trying yeah. to do. When, like, when Naomi picked up heavy, that was just like she couldn't undo the the clips on yeah. something you know, like on the seat or something like that and she's just like heavy which means yeah which basically means i can't do it <laughs> i'm strong enough to do this thing so it doesn't matter cool. it doesn't matter if it's got to do with weight or not it's just too hard for me bit heavy <laughs> oh well Nora uses heavy whenever she hears something like really sort of shocking and overwhelming just whoa that's heavy it's heavy man i, I that's influenced by you in any way from uh Constantly showing her. Uh, go on, go on. <laughs> Back what to was the future. Going? Yeah, there, yeah, yeah, there it was. I knew that's where you're going. Good man, good well man, Martin. Well <laughs> yeah, that's not true. I just wanted to reference Back to the Future. <laughs> oh, didn't think it would end like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that actually. Yeah, do it. Uh, 
no, I'm going to leave this all in so that uh, all the listeners know that I just stole Frank's idea to end the episode. <laughs> oh, I didn't think we'd end like this. I'm a genius for thinking of that, like a reference to the show. You're so clever. I'm so clever. <laughs> well, folks. Go 10 seconds forward. Just, yeah, just go 10 <laughs> seconds forward. <laughs> just do it. Just, even if you stop now, it'll say that you've watched the whole thing. So yeah, it's yeah. Okay. It'll say, just it counts. skip over the bit where Brennan just prattles on thinking of a way to get to the point where he says, thank you for listening. Until next time, we will be down aisle 300. Left at the fake grass. If you hit a flamingo, you've gone too far. and produced by Frank Brennan and Marty. You can follow the Hammerbun Project on facebook.com slash hammerbunproj at hammerbunproj on Twitter or hammerbun underscore project on Instagram. Theme featuring Nibblings, Kaylee, Jade, Ashley and Reese and PA announcements by brother-in-law, me, Josh. Thanks for listening and remember to get down to Hammerbun for cheap shovels.